Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of What the Chill, your friendly neighborhood non-misogynistic hockey podcast. I am your hostess. My name is Haley, and I am here today with Muffy from the podcast Shut Your Five Hole and Listen, and I am so excited to have her here. We are going to talk all things All-Star. So, Muffy, you want to introduce yourself to my listeners? Yeah, thanks so much for having me. Excited to do this little cross-promotion of our podcast. Um, so I'm Muffy. I am one of the co-hosts of Shut Your Five Hole and Listen, your not-so-average hockey podcast. And we, you know, we talk about news, we break down the rules of the game, and we, um, our last segment of our show is just called Anything Goes, and we relate anything to hockey that we can, and it's a lot of fun. Um, I grew up outside of Detroit, so I'm a big Red Wings fan, and I live in the Tampa Bay area now, so follow along with the Lightning, and excited to talk about the All-Star Game. Yeah, it's so great to have you here. She just messaged me and was like, hey, let's do like a podcast for podcast type thing. And I was like, that sounds so much fun. Let's do it. Yes. So So. we're going to have to have you on ours at some point, too. Um, Yes, for sure. It'll be a lot of fun. I think so, too. Okay, we are going to just kind of recap the whole All-Star Weekend and give our thoughts about it. And we're going to start off with the PWHL 3-on-3 Showcase, which I thought was such great collaboration between the PWHL and the NHL. Absolutely. I have been totally here for the PWHL this year. have loved every moment of the women getting their chance to shine. So this was very exciting to see that they added something to the All-Star Weekend. Yeah, it was like people's eyes were already going to be there. They were already on that channel and already on the All-Star Game and the All-Star Weekend. And so I think it was just really seizing the opportunity to get more people into the league and into these players. And I thought it was just, it was so fun to watch. Like, it was Mm -hmm. really offensive and even though it was only three on three like I just thought it was so like explosive and exciting and the jerseys were absolutely beautiful (laughs) they were I love the purple that the PWHL has Mm -hmm. embraced big fan of the color purple and like even down to the refs having the purple bands on the arm instead of orange totally here for it yeah I would buy one of those in a heartbeat if they sold them. I don't think they are that I could find, but yeah, yeah I'm loving the purple. It's my favorite color is I like do. lavender. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, love that. So, um, yeah, I was super into that. Um, and then I thought it was really, really cool and kind of poetic that Ella Shelton had scored the first ever goal in the league. And then mm-hmm. she scored the first goal in the showcase. I was like, it was meant to be. It really was. <laughs> I had that same thought when I saw it happen. I was like, of course she would score the first goal. Cause it's, it's Ella Shelton's world. We're just living in it. Yes, really. And then we had a hat trick mm-hmm. uh, by Harmon, which was incredible. And I also thought it was really cute that her teammates threw their gloves on the ice. Cause they didn't have hats. I was like, that's such a fun little way to, to honor that that big hat trick moment yeah there were a lot of goals in the 20 minutes that they played I know we had eight goals total in 20 minutes team king took it five to three Mm -hmm. like wow that's that's incredible and that really kind of goes to show you the offensive talent that these ladies have yeah for sure and it'll just be exciting to see how the league goes for the rest of the season yeah looking forward to that for sure Okay, we're going to move on to the next event of the weekend, 
which was the draft. I watched this after the fact. I was at work when the draft was going on, but I watched mm-hmm. the replay of it. it. I loved it. Like, I genuinely loved this format a lot. I didn't know what to expect with it. And what surprised me was that they've held a draft similar to this before in 2011, 2012, and 2015. And I know that I was watching this back then. Totally don't remember them doing a draft at all. So I was like, this is new and different. No, it's really not. Did it before. But I liked how it kind of balanced out the teams more. I feel like in past All-Star games, the East was always a little bit stronger than the West. So you'd kind of always get that lopsided final game where this made it a little bit more even. Yeah, I think so too. And it brought together some players that don't normally get to play together Mm -hmm. um, and that we don't normally get to see their dynamics. And I just think that makes it more exciting and more entertaining. Um, And I also just feel like we got to see the players' personalities more this way, Mm -hmm. more interaction because they were with friends from other teams versus the people that they're with all the time and playing against all the time. And yeah, and I just think the the celebrities did a good job. Like, they picked celebrities that kind of knew what they were talking about. Right. They were into it. They were excited. Like, they didn't just pick random people that were kind of like, eh. And I think that made it so much fun. Like, Justin Bieber was literally <laughs> making my whole day with how excited he was. <laughs> yeah, all of the celebrities were a good choice because they all are hockey fans, either grew up playing the sport watching the sport whatever it may be so it was definitely a good picks and I think it was fun to see their dynamic with the players from the draft through the games yeah yeah I think they did a good job pairing up the player captains with the celebrity mm-hmm. captains I think they created like fun dynamics and I just thought Tate McRae was too cute just like <laughs> twirling her hair, kicking her feet, giggling. Like she was just having the best time and was, she was having totally time into life. Tom Wilson <laughs> as she should be. Um, <laughs> it was just, oh, I just, I loved it. Like it just made me so happy. And I just thought it was a really fun move from the league. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think that brings us to the skills competition. Yeah. Which, okay, last year's, I don't know about you, but I thought last year's skills competition was a snooze fest. Like, it was... It was weird how they tried to, like, take normal skills that hockey players do and then other random things like the golf tournament and whatever it was mm-hmm. with the surfboards. Weren't they, like, throwing things Yeah, the, like, dunk surfboard. competition. Yeah, something and, like that. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah, it was kind of... It was nice to see something different, but it was just kind of like, why are you watching this when it's not hockey related? And then it was it was cut weird and it was mm-hmm. like they would play like two players of one event and then cut to a different event yeah. and then go back to the first event. And it was just it did not work well, in my opinion, but no. I felt a lot better and a lot more entertained by this yes. year's skills competition. Yes, it was definitely much better. Um I think they did a good job with keeping it a bit more consistent with what you would expect to see from a hockey skills competition. I thought the, um, like, little, it wasn't an obstacle course, but I can't think of what the word is that I want to use, but the, um, all the different formats of the different plays worked out really well. 
yeah yeah i i really liked this kind of uh point accumulation format that Mm -hmm. they did where each event had points that you could get and you built up those points throughout the night i thought that was a really cool way to make players more engaged and more excited about it and make it more of a competition than i feel like it has been unless you're nikita kucherov oh (laughs) my gosh that man was literally like sending me into orbit i was cracking (laughs) up like he said let me be so bad that they'll never ask me to do this again like i mean he really doesn't care he did not care in the slightest. He did not want to be there. And the fans started booing him and he just waved to them and shrugged <laughs> it off. And he was like, yeah, whatever. Sometimes I, I can never tell when it's outside of Amelie Arena if it's a boo or if they're still doing the cooch that. Oh, because <laughs> they sound so similar on the TV. They do. They do. I uh, how did how did that feel as a lightning fan having your all star just completely flop? Honestly, if it was anyone but Kucherov, it would be annoying. With it, with him, it's hysterical. Because that is just how he is. Um, the home opener, they did like a blue carpet arrival. And, you know, the players were stopping and taking pictures with people and signing autographs. Cooch just blew right past everyone. Maybe gave a couple of waves, but just walked <laughs> the carpet right into Emily and did not stop for anyone. Complete contrast oh, to Braden Point, who was like the last person in they were basically rolling up the carpet and he was still signing autographs and taking pictures oh yes that's so sweet but yeah anyone other than cooch probably would have been annoyed but him you just expect it like he i was just i i thought jt miller did really bad on the passing challenge like this dude only got seven points total and I was like that's awful like what happened and then Cooch goes and gets five and I was like well good job JT (laughs) you did better than him (laughs) yep yep it was it was so so bad but so good at the same time yes um and then I I just I thought going back to the passing challenge I kind of found it boring Except for the fact that none of them could figure out how to do it at the beginning. <laughs> Takes that learning. They were it. like pulling out the map and like I remember whoever I think it was Kevin Weeks and and Bucci were like got to get out the GPS for this challenge. You know they were just like could not figure out how to do it. And I was like, did they not like brief them on this beforehand or like send out an email or like <laughs> who knows? But it also then leads to. Part of the reason why I think Connor McDavid won the skills competition because he had a hand in crafting the new design of it. So, like, if he's planning parts yeah. of it, of course he's going to do well. Yeah, it feels a little rigged, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Him winning the skills competition that he created kind of feels like yeah. when uh, writers or directors do a movie and they cast themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's a little suspicious it is it is suspicious there i feel like either don't have him participate because it's rigged or pick a player who's not coming to the all-star weekend to design it yeah i think it would have kind of been fun to have him kind of be the host slash like mc of it Mm -hmm. um and like have him be a participant without doing the competition right although (laughs) He has the personality of, like, a two-by-four. 
So yeah. I don't know how how entertaining that would have been. <laughs> yeah, it may it. it may not have been a good commentary. <laughs> I hope he never goes into broadcasting. I'll be real honest. Like when he retires, just go live your life in Naples or something. <laughs> Could be a coach. <laughs> Maybe, maybe a coach. <laughs> I can see coach, but yeah, that I'm honestly concerned for him sometimes. He looks so bored and so fed up this whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. when he won, like he didn't even get excited when he won. No. Okay. I do think sometimes he the won players, a million though, dollars. <laughs> I do think sometimes though the players are just like, we want this weekend to be a break. Like we're still stuck playing, and other people are off resting. <laughs> I know I the I would I swear like half the Ducks team was in Cabo this week <laughs> and then poor Frank Vetrano's in freezing Toronto forced to play hockey and go to the work conference and I'm like he must feel so jealous right <laughs> right I would much rather be in Cabo yeah I I saw a tweet and I shared it on my meme Monday on my Instagram that was like all-star weekend is like jury duty for the <laughs> NHL yeah and it stinks because you're sending like the top players who are probably the ones who need the most rest and it's like oh sorry keep working yeah i think we should have all-star weekend but like the opposite like flop weekend Mm -hmm. where we just have like the least skilled player on each team come and compete in these events and or even like a rookie like a rookie competition so you only bring first year players in I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That would be a lot of fun. NHL, get on that. Yeah, there we go. We have the new idea for All-Star Weekend. Rookie Weekend. Yeah, give, uh, give the All-Stars a break, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they deserve to all go to Cabo <laughs> and not freeze their butts off in Toronto. No, it's so cold. <laughs> so cold. Well, we should probably talk about the uh, actual All-Star game. Yes, we should. Um, oh, I do want to mention, I really liked the obstacle course in mm-hmm. the skills. Was that really what we were calling it? And I just didn't make that up. <laughs> there was. The very last event was okay. called the obstacle course. Yes, I thought that was cool, too. And then in my mind, I was like, that wasn't an obstacle course. I made that up. But that was what we actually called it. Fantastic. I <laughs> yeah. retained that information. Yeah. Yes. Proud of you. <laughs> I, I Yeah, I thought that was fun. I want to see that again, except for yeah. poor Matt Barzell. He probably never wants to see that obstacle course again in his life probably because not. he flopped so hard. <laughs> I just wanted to give him a hug. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's talk about the game. So our first semifinal was McDavid versus McKinnon, mm-hmm. which was, I feel like, a good game. Like It was, it was a good game. Good to watch. Yeah, and there were two goals in the final 30 seconds, which made it go to shootout at three on three. And I love yep. shootout as long as my team isn't involved. <laughs> so I like a good shootout, too. Yeah, shootouts are like, fun. I think it's fun. Yeah, it's fun to see their skill and the different ways that they all go mm-hmm. about it. And kind of, and it's also like, I love goalies. I think it's so fun to see goalies at work yep. and making yep. those, you know, really, really cool saves and stuff. There's a reason we went with Shut Your Five Hole and Listen for our podcast name, because we love goalies, too. (laughs) All about the goalies. (laughs) 
That's such a good name. Like, it's too good. I love it. It's so <laughs> clever. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, Team McDavid took that one mm-hmm. with Pasta's goal. No one's surprised. Pasta did something good. Who right. would have thought? Who would have? <laughs> <laughs> and then we had the next semifinal, which was Hughes versus Matthews. Mm-hmm. Um once again, Justin Bieber, absolutely stoked to be there. Yes, he Just was. Just loving his life in his mushroom comforter jacket. He looked like <laughs> a little kid in a candy shop. Just, like, so excited to be there with everything happening. It was like he could not be more excited of everything that he was being part of. No, genuinely. Like, he was hyping the players up and smacking them on the helmet, shaking them, you know, jumping up and down. I was like... That we need more Justin Bieber coach. More Coach <laughs> Bieber behind the bench, I think. <laughs> it was so fun. And then it Frank Petrano, my boy, two goals. I was like a proud mom. I was so excited for him. <laughs> I felt the I same was really way. Hoping... I felt the same way about Debrinket from the Red Wings because he yes. had those, yes. those two goals and a, a game that went to another shootout. He had the shootout win. Yeah. Yeah. I was, there were some players that were like just absolutely phenomenal Mm -hmm. and just like, I feel like some guys kind of just, they were there, but there were some like to bring it in Petrano that really like, they were like, I deserve to be here. I am Mm -hmm. an Mm all-star and I feel it in my heart. (laughs) I thought it was suspicious that both semifinal games went to shootout. And yes, like, hmm. it, especially because we hadn't had a shootout in the All-Star game before or for like years. It was some crazy stat. So I'm like, mm, yeah, both of them. Like, is it rigged for entertainment or does it attest to the skill that these players have? Could go either way. Who knows? Could be either one. I, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm tempted to think, yeah, I think the NHL is a, a little bit scripted. And then sometimes I'm like, pfft. That's crazy. Why would (laughs) they do that? Who has the time for that? (laughs) And why would they make the Leafs lose every single year in the first round of playoffs? You know? Against the Lightning. (laughs) You're like, yeah. Every year, baby. Except last year. The the Leafs finally beat the Lightning last year. (laughs) The script writers were giving you a little, little humbling moment. You know what? It's okay. After three years of the Lightning going to the finals, they really needed a year of rest. They needed some time off to I'm recuperate. Sure. Yeah, I'm sure. That's that's another one of those moments like the All-Star. It's like exciting to be in the playoffs, but it's also like the rest of the league is like golfing and going on mm-hmm. vacation and you're like still at work every day. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but hey, it's for the greatest, you know, trophy in all of sports, so... You suck it up and you do it because it's going to be the best. (laughs) Yeah. I saw a tweet, speaking of playoffs, that there was like a vote and people voted the MLB as the best playoff atmosphere among U.S. sports. And I was like, I don't believe that. The Stanley Cup final. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like, Mm, that seems so boring. Even in the playoffs, it's boring. Yeah. Yeah, I I was I was blown away by that one. I was like, okay, tell me you live in the U.S. and not Canada without telling me, <laughs> right? But even then, I would think football would rank higher than baseball. Yeah, 
Me too. I think, I don't remember the exact order, but I think it was like baseball, football, hockey, basketball, maybe, mm-hmm. and then soccer mm-hmm. or something like that. But I was like, interesting. That's okay. Very... I don't know who voted on this. I don't sure. know who voted either, but they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> And then in the final game, we had Team Matthews versus Team McDavid. Mm -hmm. And this was an offensive, explosive game. Like, holy. We had three goals in 18 seconds. That's just crazy. Which has to be some kind of record. (laughs) Absolutely. Even if, like, you're not playing a true intense game with, you know, the physical hits and everything, there is no way three goals in 18 seconds doesn't break some sort of record. Yeah, I was blown away I thought maybe I was like kind of listening and doing stuff at the same time and I I thought maybe like my stream had like messed up and like started over or something because I was like that was so weird and then I finally came around to to watch it and I was like oh my gosh like that's insane yeah it's again it's like the with the PWHL it really like is a testament to their offensive talent and and their abilities Mm -hmm. and that's why they're at the all-star game yeah so um, yeah, Team sure. Matthews ended up winning 7-4 to four as the final score. So another very high-scoring game in 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Austin Matthews took home the MVP Which award in feels his a little home arena. Yeah. Yeah, making a Maple Leaf the MVP in the Maple Leafs arena. <laughs> uh, especially, what, I mean, don't get me wrong, he... Definitely made some major plays to win that game, but so did some other people on that team. Yeah. When there are players that had two three-point games, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, okay. Okay. I mean, clearly the fans were excited, but... Of course. mm, I think the whole weekend was rigged. I think that's our our bottom line. (laughs) The All-Stars rigged. (laughs) Who really remembers anything from the All-Star game after it happens? No one. Couldn't tell you a damn thing about the All-Star last year. Don't no. even know who won. No I, clue. No, I can't tell you either. I can't tell you who won the year that I physically attended the All-Star game in 2018 when it was in Tampa. I can tell you <laughs> Kid Rock played the uh, the concert and um, that was about it. <laughs> That's pretty much what I remember of the All-Star game. Yeah. You know what? At the end, none of it matters. It's fun. It's mm-hmm. uh, silly boys on knife shoes performing for our entertainment. And I eat it up every time. It's true. It's true. And the one thing that is fun and silly that we don't get to see on TV is the mascot games. Yeah. Where where do you watch those? Like, I have no idea. I have no idea. Because I saw clips from them on mm-hmm. like Instagram and Twitter and stuff. But I don't know where it was actually broadcast. Yeah, I don't know if it even was, because Instagram's normally where I see all the mascot stuff, too. And again, when I went to the games in 2018, like, saw all the mascots then, too. But they really need to put that on TV, because it's hysterical. You know, throw it up on Disney Plus or, you know, Disney XD or something. Get the kids involved and let them see the mascots. Yeah, the NFL has a... A contract with Mm -hmm. I think Nickelodeon to do the Pro Bowl and stuff like that on Nickelodeon so I think they should I think 
we already have ESPN. Like, might as well just work with Disney. Uh-huh. I think that'd be so much fun. And that would bring in that younger audience. It'd be mm-hmm. so entertaining for families and kids. And yeah, I'd be so into that. I would be too. All right, there like, we go. We have. Who doesn't want to watch. Yeah. Like, who doesn't want to watch stuffed animals playing hockey? You know? Right. Like. <laughs> and some teams have hey, so we very got... good mascots. Yeah, they do. We got rookie games. We got mascots on Disney. They need to hire us, honestly, Muffy. Right? Like, we need to be working for the NHL. I think so. We'll do all the special events. <laughs> we'll come up with the fun things. Yes. Make the NHL fun again is our campaign. <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> so oh what else, you know, stuck out to you with this weekend? I just feel like... There was a lot of, like, silliness and chaos this weekend, mm-hmm. and I was so here for it. Like, can we talk about Michael Dubley's <laughs> press conference for a second? Where he said he was because, high. Yeah, not not just high. High on shrooms, apparently. <laughs> um, not even, like, I don't, I genuinely don't know if he was joking or not. Yeah, I, I don't because know either. I, it kind of seemed like he was a little high. <laughs> Going back and and watching, so I watched, like I said, I watched the draft after the fact. So I already Mm -hmm. knew that he had said this. And then going back and watching it with that in mind, like, he seemed seemed a little off. He seemed Mm -hmm. more than just excited. I think what he said in his Instagram comment, and he was just really excited, and he has, like, a weird sense of humor, and it just, like, didn't come across right. I feel like he's trying to cover his tracks. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Because I think he got sober and he was like, oh, Oops. I should not have said that. <laughs> should not have said that. Uh, but I think it's iconic. And I'm that will be it. the like, thing I, we remember from this year's All-Star game. Yes. 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 It will not be Kid Rock. It will be Michael Buble <laughs> and his love of shrooms. Yep. Supposedly a micro dose, but it was not. <laughs> it didn't seem that way. It did not seem that way. I just, I wonder, like, was he just nervous and he wanted to, like, calm his system a little bit? So his friend's like, here, take these. And then, uh, yeah, that was, that was fun. That was not on my bingo card. (laughs) No, definitely not. (laughs) I also thought it was cute that um, they played each team's goal song when their players scored during mm-hmm. the game. I noticed it with, with Frank Vitrano. They, pray, they played the bro hymn, which is what they play in Honda Center. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's cute. I like that. A cute little touch. It is a nice touch. I remember, I do remember from last year, I thought it was weird because they only played the goal horn if a Panthers player scored. Hmm. And I thought weird. it was so odd. But this year, I think they did it for every goal, which makes sense. And then they mm-hmm. added the touch of the songs, which um, was nice. Yes, that is nice. I do remember in 2018 when I went to the game, I don't know if they did like the team's goal song, but I remember in the skills competition, anytime one of the players came out, they had like their own walk-up song. And the main reason I remember oh, nice. this okay. is because Mark andre Fleury's was Let It Go from Frozen. <laughs> And it, it was such a no it was way. Such a mark on my Oh my move. gosh, <laughs> I love that man so Me much. Too. Genuinely, like he is just the definition of wholesome, precious bean. And mm-hmm. I just I love him. I love everything about him. 
Yeah, he's a gem. <laughs> oh, It'll be my gosh. so sad That's when he so retires. Funny. Oh, same. I'm like, I know it's coming soon, mm-hmm. but I'm kind of hoping he'll he'll kind of be like Ovi where he's trying to play till he beats the record where he's trying to beat I think it's Brodor mm-hmm. trying to beat his number of wins like I kind of hope he he goes for that goes for that record before he calls it quits it would be great to see but I'm pretty sure there's a large gap between what Martin Brodor had and what Patrick Waugh had <laughs> <laughs> I think so I think so too oh boy Um, Okay, I also want to quickly talk about Mm -hmm. Tate McRae. Yes. Um, Absolutely incredible performance. She did a great job. Yeah, I love that we got got the vocal. So obviously she sang her two big singles, but then she Mm -hmm. had that slower moment to really showcase Mm -hmm. her vocals with um, Run for the Hills. Oh my gosh, wow. Like... She has such a unique voice, Mm -hmm. I feel like, and it's so powerful, and I just, I love it, and I just thought she did incredible. Yeah, and all of her songs kind of have a different tone to them, so being able to Mm -hmm. showcase more than one, you could definitely see that full vocal range. Yeah. And she's a performer. For sure. She's such a performer. She's such a talented dancer, too. So mm-hmm. getting the little greedy dance break like we always do in her performances was so good. Like, I feel like she really just showcased the range of her abilities with it and looked hot while doing it. So even better. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I love bringing some more of the girl power to the NHL All-Star Weekend. Always. Always. We had the PWHL. We had... um the some of the PWHL players passing in some of the skills competitions. Mm-hmm. We had Tate McRae. Um, we had um, Emily Kaplan doing all the interviews. Yep. Like we really had, we had the girlies. The girlies mm-hmm. showed out on All Star Weekend, and I'm here for it. Me too. But it's our last All Star Weekend for a while because next year there will be a international tournament tournament instead um to me it feels odd that they like revamped the all-star weekend and added these celebrities changed the skills competition and everything just to be like just kidding we're not gonna do this again yeah they're like and and it's not like they decided this last minute i think they've known this for right. a while that there's no all-star so they're like let's redo everything and then abandon it <laughs> like kind of okay weird. i think the international thought- competition will be fun but it's it is weird. Yeah. I think the international competition will be fun too, but I would have thought they would have done another all-star game next year in 2025, skipped it for the Olympic year, saying the players will now be returning to the Olympics, mm-hmm. which is very mm-hmm. exciting. And then maybe that's yes. when you revamp yes. whatever all-star weekend looks like after the Olympic break. Cause it just feels weird that you're going to throw something new out there and then it's going to go away too. Wait, that's true. Yeah, I didn't even think about that with the with the Olympics coming back. Yeah, that is going to be weird because it's going to be we had All Star this year, and then it's going to be the tournament, and then I would um I don't I don't know when the I feel like the Olympics usually happen around this time of year mm-hmm. too, around February. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to work. So we it might be a couple of years before we have an All Star weekend again. Yeah. Or maybe they'll take our advice and do you know Rookie Weekend. Yes. Because I, I don't think, well, there might, I don't know, would there be rookies in the Olympics? There could be. Yeah, there definitely could be. 
I don't know. That'll be interesting to see. I'm curious. Yes, absolutely. I just, I love All-Star Weekend. Like, I genuinely do. It makes me so happy. I love that the families and the kids get to come out and Mm -hmm. sit on the bench and be in the locker room. And, Mm -hmm. like, most of the time, the guys look pretty happy to be there. And they're excited to hang out with their buddies that they don't normally get to see. And... And really get to just, like, be playful and have fun with the sport. Yeah. Rather than it being so serious all the time. And it's it's fun and it's entertaining to watch. And I feel like the league did a really good job this year. Mm-hmm. It definitely is fun and playful and gives a nice break from the stress of, um, you know, securing your spot for the playoffs or making sure you win the next game and all of that. It, you definitely get to see the players' personalities. Yeah. Yeah, I like that too. Whether or not their personality is um, positive or not, like Kucherov, <laughs> I still think it's fun to get to really just see who they are. And it's entertaining to kind of see the players be themselves. The thing with Kucherov, though, is both this year and last year, when he came out for the actual All-Star game, it is like the only time I ever see him smile. So like, he clearly enjoys the like, low-key part of it but I don't think he cares about the skills competition has no desire to be there he's like I want to play hockey I don't want to do your silly little monkey tasks that you have for me just (laughs) let me play the game you know I feel like I feel like I wouldn't want to cross him like I would not want to make Kucherov mad oh no not at all I'm sure he's a great guy, though. He seems like it. He's just, he's very serious. He's all mm-hmm. business. Mm-hmm. He has a goal in mind, <laughs> and that's what he's aiming for. His goal is goals. That is, that is it. <laughs> I love it so much. All right, well, this was so much fun to just do a quick little recap with you, Muffy. Thanks for messaging me and coming on and talking all Thanks about All Star. Of course, I feel like it went by. Our time went by so fast. It did, but you know we can always do it again sometime. There's always more hockey to talk about. Yes, always, and I am so excited to come on your podcast sometime, and I'll let you guys know when that is. Promote that all to you. Of course. And yeah, you have any final thoughts before we wrap up this episode? You know, I just think it was a fun, if this truly is the last All-Star Weekend, it was a fun way to close it out. I think so too. I think it's definitely good to go out on a bang and have people excited for the next one next time it happens, rather than have people be like, oh, thank God it's over for a bit. (laughs) I think the the general consensus was it was it was well received and it was well liked. So mm-hmm. props to the NHL. Yes, definitely. Props to Connor McDavid for winning a million dollars as if he's not on a multi-million dollar contract. <laughs> um, <laughs> props to Austin Matthews for being MVP and props to the mascots for causing chaos as always. always. <laughs> and props to you Muffy for running a fantastic podcast. Go Aww. check out Shut Your Five Hole and listen. It's really entertaining. The way that they break it down is really fun, and it's great if you're a new-to-hockey fan uh, because they break down some rules of the game in a really 
easy to understand way and I think it's really cool and she and her co-host Stephanie are a lot of fun to listen to so where can my listeners oh of course where can my listeners find you on social media um so we are on Facebook Instagram Twitter threads Pinterest um you can find us at five hole podcast um and then you can find our podcast on every major major streaming platform Love it. Makes it easy to find five whole podcast. Go give them a follow. And that's about all I have for you guys. Thanks again, Muffy. Thank you. Have a lovely week, everyone. Follow me everywhere at what the Chell pod. Leave me a rating and a review and subscribe on whatever podcast app you listen on. Go listen to Five Holes, subscribe to them, leave a rating and a review for them as well. Get us both out there in the algorithm. And I hope you have a lovely week now that the NHL is back. Enjoy some hockey. Enjoy your boys back on the ice. And I'll talk at you next time. Bye.